welcome to season two of Hubs Read, a podcast all about the Rochelle Hubs, what they read, and what's happening at their local libraries. Welcome to the Wrestling Team episode of Hubs Read. I am William, and today I am joined by the coaching staff. Please introduce yourselves and tell us what you teach at RTHS and what level you will coach this season. Hi, I'm Alfonso Bruno. I teach PE here at RTHS. This is my sixth year teaching here. Uh, I will be the head high school wrestling coach this season. And my name is Nelson Baker. I teach science here at RTHS. Um, This is my fourth year um, being here at RTHS, and I am an assistant wrestling coach. Thank you for joining us. What do you like so much about wrestling? Did you wrestle in high school? For me, what I like about wrestling so much is just the opportunities that it offers. I think no matter your body type, whether you're big and strong or you're small and not strong or you're long and lengthy, it it doesn't matter what your body type is. You can have success in the sport, which I truly love about it. I think it's a sport for everybody. You know, that's a message we tell people around us that wrestling is for everyone. I wrestled in high school. I wrestled all four years. Uh, I had the opportunity to wrestle at state all four years. I was a three-time state finalist and two-time state champion. But like I said, like the the success really isn't what I like about the sport. It's more like the camaraderie. So just the people I've met along the way and the relationships I've built is truly what I like about the sport. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, Coach Bruno said anything that I wouldn't also say about the sport of wrestling, but I think wrestling for me is something that, like Coach Bruno said, is for everybody. And I was one of those kids that really didn't succeed at other sports. I, I really liked sports, but I was always the the smallest kid in my class. I was always the lightest kid. I was the shortest kid. So wrestling allowed me to compete against wrestlers that were in my own weight class, right? I wasn't having to play football against a guy that was three times my size. I got to compete against wrestlers that were my same size. And it it really taught me discipline. It taught me how to live my life in a way that challenges could always be overcome. I think the way that wrestling teaches you to look at adversity is something that's extremely valuable in any type of path that you choose to take in your life. And, And it's just something that's super special. And I'm glad that we're able to give kids the opportunity to experience that for themselves as well. And I did wrestle. I wrestled since I was in diapers all the way through college. And like Coach Bruno um, had said about himself, I was also a two-time state champion when I was in high school and then got to wrestle at the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse and then found myself here teaching and coaching at RTHS. What were some highlights of the 2022-2023 season? Different highlights. We had two first-year wrestlers get their first wins ever. Uh, And it just so happened to be at home in front of the home fans. And, you know, what an experience for them, the coaching staff, their families. That was that was just super exciting to be a part of. And then uh, the other highlight I have is we were at an away duel and the opposing team made us sit with the opposing fans. So we had fans from the other team just yelling in our ears. And they're a really good team. And and we ended up having a freshman wrestle the last match of the competition. And he ended up getting a huge win and then winning us the duel, which was super exciting because that was a big upset for us, a, a big victory for us. So I would say those are those are the highlights for last season for me. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, those are obviously the things that when we recap last year, those are the first things we talk about. Some of the things that I think were also important is that we had we set the school record for number of wins. Our team record was 28 and 1, which is the best record in school history. Um, and we had the most number of state qualifiers that RTHS has ever had. We had five on the boys' side. We had five of our 14 wrestlers qualify for the state tournament. And then we actually also um, had our first girls' IHSA state qualifier in school history, which was Dempsey Atkins. And that was something that was really, really, really cool. And it's just a testament to how the community has started really, really valuing wrestling as something that's important for the the well-being of all of our kids. So, you know, seeing a lot of different walks of life and a lot of different types of athletes and, you know, boys and girls all qualifying for the state tournament is so really, really cool. What are you looking forward to the most about the upcoming season? I already have it marked on my calendar and I've been spreading it around to my friends and family. We are hosting the regional tournament February 3rd in the main gym. I think that tournament I'm looking forward to the most We hope to pack the place and we hope to see as many people there as possible. And I hope our kids, you know, look forward to that date too, but enjoy the ride. I mean, February 3rd seems like forever away. Uh, So I hope the kids remember to take joy in every single day leading up to that moment. But I'm really excited for, for that moment that day. Yeah, and I think I'll stay a little bit vague about what I'm looking forward to this upcoming season because as you get into a season you never really know what's going to happen you know if I knew exactly what was going to happen I would of course look forward to those things but I'm just looking forward to making you know memories with the coaching staff that I get to coach alongside of who I consider some of my best friends in the world and as well as making memories with the athletes that you grow those super tight bonds with you know the wins and losses you know they come and go wins are cool and losses are not so cool but you know it's the stories of the jokes that you you hear on the bus, or it's the stories about the speeches that you give the kids before the matches, or it's a kid coming off the match after he's just lost and he, you know, he wants to do nothing but, you know, go in the hallway and punch a wall, but you grab him and you have a good heart to heart. And those are the things that you remember. So it's just, I mean, it's the same reason why we get into teaching, you know, to change students' lives. And wrestling is just another class that we teach, right? It's just instead of environmental science that I teach, it's just wrestling class, you know, so that's how I try to look at it. That makes sense. We know that you two like to read. What's your favorite genre and why? Oh, for me, it's definitely nonfiction. I'm a big nonfiction fan. I used to teach history. I love U.S. history, and I I, I love learning about U.S. history and other countries' history around the world. So I guess for me, nonfiction is kind of that escape from reality, just an opportunity to escape real life for a little bit and just read about like fantasy worlds and and things of that nature. So nonfiction and definitely things that have to do with magic. That is definitely where, where my realm lives. Yeah. And I, I really like, I don't even know what genre to call this, but I like, I really like reading books on leadership. I see myself as someone who will one day, you know, maybe leave the classroom and go into a leadership position, whether that's a principal or an assistant principal or something like that. And so I really, really, really try and take in as much as I can as to what a good leader is and how a good leader conducts themselves. And then I want to try to implement those things as a coach and as a teacher before I'm actually put into a leadership position of my professional peers and other teachers and certain things like that. So I don't know when that day will come. Maybe it'll come soon. Maybe it'll come you know, 30 years from now, but I really, really, really like hearing what great leaders have to say. And I like comparing and contrasting their different leadership styles and, and trying to find them. One that I'm reading right now 
is called the voltage effect. Um, and it's talking about how to make good ideas scalable, right? So it's having a good idea is not necessarily a good idea when it goes big. You know, you might have a great idea that works, you know, in your small business or maybe works in your classroom. But then when you try to apply that to maybe a giant corporation or you try to apply that to leading a full staff, it might, it might not work well. So I'm trying to figure out the commonalities between what makes good ideas, good ideas to every scale. That makes sense. What books would you recommend for our listeners? Well, I'm going to recommend a book to this guy. I just got done reading it. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of uh, John Maxwell. I have not. But Developing the Leader Within You. Maxwell's got a lot of books on leadership, and I really like them. But that's probably my favorite, Developing the Leader Within You. Uh, To the rest of our listeners, you know, if you're a fantasy junkie like me, uh, Chris Colfer I believe he was a character on Glee way back then, but he actually has a series, uh, The Land of Stories. And if you're a big fantasy or you like Disney, he kind of takes those old fairy tales and has created a whole universe with those old fairy tales, those old Disney um, movies that I used to watch as a kid. So Land of Stories by Chris Colfer, that might keep you busy for a while. I would definitely suggest that. Yeah, and for me, I'll just repeat the the one that I was talking about. The voltage effect has something to give for everybody, whether you're a student, whether you're, you know, a young kid, whether you're an old person, right? You know, everybody can get something out of that book. It has been one of the books that I've enjoyed the absolute most of anyone that I've ever read. Ms. Jacobs says it's hard to find current YA fiction about wrestling. Do you have any titles you can recommend? I can't think of any fiction wrestling books, but... A book that just comes to mind in general, if you really want to understand wrestling or understand wrestlers in general and why they get the called the stereotype of crazy or insane, Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher is a really good read, and they made a movie adaption. If I read a book, I want to see if they've adapted into a movie and kind of see which one I like best. And I have quite literally never read a book about wrestling other than I read the rules book every year, so <laughs> if there's no new rules, I I don't have any recommendations about books about wrestling. Thank you for visiting Hub Street today. It was truly an honor, William, and, and I appreciate being invited onto the show, and anytime you and your peers would like to have us, I think we'd both like to be on again. Of course. Thanks for having us, Will. You're welcome. Welcome back to Hubs Read. I'm Jack, and it's been a few weeks since we've talked to the wrestling coaches. Today we have Deegan and Keegan, two sophomores from the team. How are you guys? Doing good today. Doing good. All right. How long have you been involved in wrestling, and what do you like about this sport? I'd say probably like seven years going on, and it's very physical and mentally hard. Uh, I've been wrestling for like nine years, and it's just you know fun being part of the team. So, What happens at a typical practice? I mean, usually we'll just run around, get a little loose, and then uh, sometimes we'll do some uh, gymnastics, get loose, roll out our shoulders and whatnot, and then, uh, yeah, we'll just warm up and get some shots in, get right to it. What are you looking forward to the most about this upcoming season? Uh, probably wrestling the conference tournament. Yeah, I'd, just the team and uh, 
we did really good last year, and a lot of people are coming back. So, uh, speaking of like the uh, what's it called conference, what opponents do you think are going to be the most challenging? Honestly, like I'm not looking forward to any hard matches, but I mean you got to treat every match like it's you know hard. So you got to keep that mindset. Like got to get past it or whatever. What's one thing you wished everyone understood about wrestling? Uh, how actually physically hard it is. I feel like people don't understand that, like, you know, what it actually takes. Like the conditioning and stuff. Yeah. All right. Because this is a podcast about reading, uh, we would like to know what books our guests can recommend to our listeners. What's one of your favorite books and why? I mean, I just wrote an essay on uh, The House on Mango Street, so I'd probably say that one's a good one. I don't know. Fablehaven, I read that a long time ago. That was pretty good. <laughs> All right. Thank you for visiting Hubsery today. Go Hubs. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Hubs Read. I'm Khalil, and today I have Mateo. How are you, Mateo? I'm doing well, Kali, and I'm definitely excited about giving this interview. Well, first question, how long have you been involved in wrestling, and what do you like about this sport? Well, I've been involved for about two years, and I love that the sport kind of teaches me individuality and understanding like that there's not necessarily a total loss when you lose and there's not a total victory when you win either. There's always something to learn, always something to get better at. I see. So it's, it's more like a gradual process of learning and improving. Definitely. It takes, it does take a lot out of you, but at the same time you get a lot out of it. You know, the more that you give in, the more that you'll get out of it. Very interesting. All right. We'll move on to our next question. What are you looking most forward to about this season? You know, coming into the season, I was, since I um, I won my f- last match during my first year, that was the first time I had won, and I felt so accomplished because at first it was a lot of learning, a lot of repeating the same techniques, and then now it's just improving and improving. So I think I'm looking forward to most about just getting better. Yeah, I, I, I kind of understand that aspect. Um, I'm part of speech. And then just being able to practice and then see how effective you are and then learning from like a performance or an event and then learning from what you gain from that. The cycle of just like practicing, performing, learning, that kind of cycle. Um, it's very fun to see someone progress, especially yourself, seeing someone progress as time goes on. Yeah. And I think teamwork is definitely something that you feel always in the room. It's never just about a single person. There's no sense of like favoritism. There's definitely all for everybody else. And I love that. Knowing that my coaches always have my back and my teammates always have my back makes me feel really comfortable and know that I have some support. What's one thing that you wish everyone understood about wrestling? So I think I wish people knew that it's not necessarily like the stigma of cutting weight or the gruelingness that it can be. It's honestly, again, what you put into it. You know, you can't expect to be really good if you don't want if you don't want it like anything in sports or any kind of extracurricular activity, you know. I think that 
my coaches really do care about how I'm eating, how I'm being able to function both in and out of the room and just encouraging me to reach for my goals. And right now I'm actually trying to um, lose weight to go down a weight bracket. And I know that my coaches definitely are available to talk to me about nutrition and things like that so that I'm not doing unhealthy things that could potentially damage my body. All right. We'd like to know about books our guests can recommend to our listeners. What's one of your favorite books and why? I think my favorite book is actually Edith Hamilton's Mythology. I love mythology and I love understanding like different aspects of cultures. And I think the Greek mythology is definitely something that has a lot of intricate stories and stories that I think can appeal to a lot of different people. And it's definitely something that I could go back to whenever I wanted. Yeah, I do heard that, like, when it comes to mythology, Greek is usually the most, like, popular yeah. style, like, with, like, many shows and books based off the Greek mythology. So that's very interesting. All right. Our last and final question. We know that you just finished your expository writing research paper. What was it about? So at first I came on with the basis of neuroscience. I have a really deep love for neuroscience and understanding more about the brain. So my grandfather actually contracted Alzheimer's disease, and it definitely had a, a really large impact on me. So I wrote about the impact of plaques and tangles in the brain. And what these do is essentially just cloud the brain so much to the point where they can't remember. So I just wrote about the the effects of it, the origins of them, how to identify Alzheimer's disease and potential solutions. And I think that it was definitely a paper that I'm very proud of. It may not be perfect. I haven't gotten anything back on it yet, but I know that I put my heart and soul into it and I'm excited for what the future holds for me. Very interesting, giving a bit of a personal personal experience with the topic at hand. Although um, I would say that it is unfortunate that your uh, grandfather got Alzheimer's here. That's like a very scary disease to get. Basically, the whole idea of just forgetting everything. Absolutely. But I feel like it's important to learn from tragedies and to uh, overall learn from tragedies and mistakes. Definitely. And I dedicated that to anybody who has understood that in that sense or lost somebody who has contracted a type of dementia. Well, thank you, Mateo, for uh, being on this episode of Hubsreet, and thank you for visiting Hubsreet today. Right, Go thank Hubs! You. Thank you. Hubsreet is a podcast of the Rosso Township High School Library Media Center. The podcast is possible through grants from the Reaching Across Illinois Library System and the Maggie and Amos Foundation, as well as Rosho Township High School support. 